Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast Weekly News Review, sponsored by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicum. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here are some of this week's top stories. A recent study found microplastics in 100% of Delaware River samples. Microplastics come from a variety of sources, such as synthetic textiles, bags, wrappers, litter, styrofoam tires, personal care products, and more. These materials can break down, and the tiny pieces of plastic travel through different pathways eventually reaching water. From 2015 to 2019, the U.S. Geological Survey and the National Park Service conducted a three-phase study of microplastic occurrence and biological uptake in NPS waters and recently released their findings. Don Hamilton, a National Resources Chief for the NPS Upper Delaware Scenic and Recreational River, said, quote, What we're finding out as we sample for these materials is they are pretty ubiquitous in the environment. They're found everywhere. We live in a world awash in plastic waste. Recent water and sediment samples were collected during base flow conditions at each location. To assess potential biological uptake of microplastics, fish and mussels were collected at a subset of locations. Microplastics were found in 100% of water and sediment samples, 94% of fish, and 45% of mussels. The dominant form of microplastics found were fibers, such as from synthetic clothing and textiles. The average concentration of microplastics was higher in more populated areas, and the lowest concentration in water samples was from the Delaware River at Calicum, the site with the least urban watershed. To combat this issue, the message is simple. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. To learn more about the findings, check out staff writer Isabel Braverman's article in Tuesday's Democrat. Moving along, a new development, Avon Commercial Park at Rock Hill Town Center, was before the Thompson Planning Board last month, where modifications were made to their site plan that included eliminating plans for building 213 single-family homes and a 60,000-square-foot warehouse. In its place, the developer wants to build a 2,000,000-square-foot warehouse distribution complex known as Avon Commercial Park. The previously proposed warehouse was estimated to be 35 feet high. In the currently proposed 2,000,000-square-foot warehouse, the height will be approximately 65 feet, and air variance would be needed. According to Glenn Smith, who developed the site plan for the project, the proposed warehouse will have access to Rock Hill Drive. According to the application submitted to the Thompson Planning Board, the development is owned by Robert A. Berman, CEO at Recore Recognition Systems Incorporated. The development is also requesting the town extend the Rock Hill Sewer District to the new warehouse development. Smith said there are test wells on the site now and another well will be drilled soon to provide water to the development. The developer was also looking to be reestablished as the lead agency on the State Environmental Quality Review, which the planning board approved, and they will now start to engage the town planner and an independent traffic consultant who will advise the planning board on the project moving forward. See reporter photographer Patricio Rabile's full story in Tuesday's paper, or see the article on scdemocratonline.com. If you visited the Western Sullivan Public Library's Calicoon branch, you've surely noticed Irma Schilling. Friends and fellow co-workers celebrated her 30th work anniversary last week. The library held a small in-person gathering for her on Friday afternoon, with many library employees joining via Zoom. She began her career at the library working as a senior clerk in the Narrowsburg branch. Before that, she was a registered nurse in New Jersey for 41 years. She and her husband moved to Narrowsburg in 1973, and she now lives in Cushecton with her son. When asked what she loves about working at the library, she said she enjoys working with people and describes herself as a people person. Congrats to Irma 
on this exciting milestone. Switching gears to today's top stories, health officials in the Sullivan County COVID-19 Task Force continue their work to vaccinate residents. However, one thing is becoming abundantly clear. There are more vaccines than there are people who want to get them. When the vaccines were first offered, those at highest risk of severe infection from the coronavirus were prioritized, and many had trouble finding open appointments. But now, the vaccine has become more readily available, and eligibility is open to anyone 18 years and older, with the Pfizer vaccine available to those 16 years and older. Sullivan County Public Health Services has been holding walk-in vaccine clinics, and so far, they have been held in Monticello, South Fallsburg, and White Lake. Public Health Director Nancy McGraw said 10,548 vaccines have been administered by public health over the course of 35 clinics since January 21st, but increasingly, there are more shots than arms. She said, quote, I believe that's the case statewide at this point. All counties are experiencing this. So we're looking at creative ways to get people's questions and concerns answered and encourage them to get vaccinated. According to data from the New York State Department of Health, as of Thursday, 29,754 Sullivan County residents have received at least one vaccine dose, and 23,308 people have completed the vaccine series. Statewide, 47.2% of the population has at least one dose, and 36.4% have completed the vaccine series. Learn more about the countywide vaccination efforts, including upcoming clinics where high school students can receive the vaccine, in the article on today's front page. If you're a fan of old westerns, you know John Wayne always comes to the rescue. However, locally, this was also true, but not about the famous actor. Instead, it was John Wayne of JW Forestry in Fremont Center, whose heroics caught the attention of locals. On Monday, Wayne climbed approximately 70 feet up a tree to rescue Sammy, a black cat who had been missing for nearly two weeks. Sammy's mother, Sylvia Hummel, said the support she had received from everyone during the trying two weeks was incredible. Hummel added that she's eternally grateful to Wayne for his retrieval of Sammy. She said, quote, I've been telling people I would not have believed it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. Check out today's paper for the full tale of Sammy the Cat and the rescue effort which reunited him with his best friend. In another touching story, on the morning of the first day of May, loved ones, family, and friends gathered at the new Wurtsboro Firehouse to dedicate a Japanese cherry blossom tree that was planted in honor and memory of one of the founding charter members of the Wurtsboro Fire Department Auxiliary, Alberta Tutti Champagne, who passed away in November 2020. Right behind the new Wurtsboro Firehouse along Canal Street, the planted tree will grow and blossom every spring as a reminder of Tootie and what she has done for Wurtsboro, her family, and the auxiliary. A plaque now rests at the foot of the tree with Tootie's name and the message that reads, quote, rooted in love, always in our heart. Tootie's son Paul, a 40-plus year member of the Wurtsboro Fire Department, was on hand for the dedication and said, quote, it makes me feel really happy that the tree is planted. I'm glad because my family's been involved in the fire company for years. That concludes today's episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast Weekly News Review sponsored by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon. Follow us on social media 
and check out our website, scdemocratonline.com, to not only stay up to date on the aforementioned stories, but also on other big stories from this week, such as Liberty Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Augustine Tornator, and Garnet Health's Boomer Bojo leaving their respective jobs for new opportunities outside of Sullivan County and how Sullivan Catskills Visitors Association President slash CEO Roberta Byron Lockwood received a state tourism award. We hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll talk again soon.